Hello, and welcome to The Coaching Corner. This is Jennifer, and I am the host of this podcast. Today's episode is called Boundaries. What are boundaries, and why are they so important? So a boundary is a line or limit or an extent. So this can be something mental or physical. And so since we're kind of talking about boundaries as a personal people level topic, it's knowing where other people end and you begin, meaning other people and how they behave, their attitudes and views, and the choices that they make. So the only thing that we are able to control is how we act and how we react to someone else or something else. So we believe that we cannot control another person and how they behave and knowing when and where to draw the line. So as life coaches, we are trained to ask powerful questions. So I just want to ask uh, you and bring some awareness into this uh, situation and ask you, do you know your limits? And how far are you willing to go for something or someone? Now, this can be an organization or a cause. And how do you know when you've gone too far? And what do those signs look like? Do you know those as well? Now, resentments are a sign that you have abandoned yourself for someone else's approval. Yes, let me say that one more time. Resentments are a sign that you have abandoned yourself for someone else's approval. So this is just a gentle reminder that the next time you find yourself feeling resentful, just take a quick pause, take a deep breath, and try to figure out what it was or when it was that you went too far for someone or something. Now, it's really easy to play the blame game. And I myself have fallen victim to this many of times where I'm pointing the finger at someone else or something else and I am blaming them for my negative reaction and for my anger. But I don't know if you've heard the saying, so when you're pointing your finger at someone, actually, you can go ahead right now if you'd like and just point your finger at something in, in your space or in the, in the room that you're in. And you'll see that three fingers are pointing back at you. Your middle finger, your ring finger, and your pinky finger are all pointing back at you when you point your finger at something or someone. So that kind of implies, it's a gentle reminder for ourselves to kind of just take a look at ourselves and what is going on with us that made us so resentful. So if we're going back to the term that resentments are a sign that you have abandoned yourself, that means that you or I have gone too far and bent over backwards too much for us, for somebody or something. And I was giving with expectations or giving from, um, pouring from an empty cup when really I needed to be taking care of myself and I was taking care of somebody else. Now, I understand for you parents, this is really, it's a non-negotiable. I mean, most of the time, little kids really need to be fed and bathed and taken really good care of. But a lot of times I'm talking more about adult relationships here. And when you're feeling resentful towards a particular somebody in your relationship or towards an organization or some sort of a job or any organization. And um, it's just, you know, just taking a quick look at, you know, hmm, why am I so angry? 
let me just let me just pause right here and just take a moment and think about it and where where did I was I giving too much of myself when I should have been taking better care of myself meaning I should have been saying no or only giving so much of myself and so much of my time and energy towards a particular uh, project or event or cause and so, yeah, that's just something to take a quick look at and just a little gentle reminder um, that when you're feeling that way, usually it is a sign that um, that self-care, there needs to be a little bit more self-care. And that's okay, you know, don't beat yourself up for over it and just try to find ways to implement more self-care in your life. Hence, boundaries. Uh, boundaries by saying no or just saying limiting your time and your energy um, that you're giving to someone or a particular cause. Knowing your limits. Knowing how much time you can spend. Maybe it's one hour a day. Maybe it's one hour a week. Maybe it's even one hour a month or bi-monthly or a year. It's really up to you. It's, a no, it's about knowing yourself well enough to know your limits and to set those limits and then to uphold them as well. So that's, an, that's another adult role that we play uh, in our adult lives. So uh, boundaries play a big role in our mental health as well. So as a recovering people pleaser myself, I said yes to a, a lot of the time when I really didn't want to say yes. So when I'm constant say, constantly saying yes and I want to say no, this is causing a, very, a negative reaction in my mind and my body because inside my mind and my body, my body knows that this doesn't feel good, but I'm saying yes anyway. So it sends my body into this confusing state and um, it also depletes me much more than I'm already depleted. So a lot of the times, like I know that I've been in, okay, let's use the, the lights uh, here, red, yellow, green lights um, on a traffic light stop. So usually, like sometimes I'll already be in the yellow, maybe even heading towards the red, and my job or, or somebody will ask me to do something, and I really just want to say no, but I said yes instead, and then I completely deleted, uh, de depleted myself, and I had, uh, had a burnout. So this is huge. This plays a huge role in our mental health, and I still feel that... Um, Feel that mental health still has a really negative connotation um, when when people think of it uh, their first thoughts are uh, mental health equals you know being bipolar or schizophrenic and chronic depression but mental health is also just mild depression and everyday anxiety as well and pent-up anger and this pent-up emotions emotions energy in motion, um, that's exactly what emotions are, that are being suppressed on a daily basis. So imagine um, if you're a people pleaser, like like I was, and you're just constantly saying, constantly saying yes when you want to say no, and these emotions build up and you're not releasing them in a healthy manner, like working out or talking about it or venting. Probably have to vent a lot if you're um, doing a lot of things that you don't want to. I know that when I was doing that, I had a lot to vent about. And then when I took a look at my behavior and I changed it, I really don't have much to talk about other than the weather and just, you know, 
local stuff that's happening on on the news or whatever things like that but i don't really have a lot of things to vent about anymore because i'm taking better care of myself through boundaries and that creates a more more healthier lifestyle for me um now when i say healthy i mean for me that is that's inner peace it's more serenity it's more um peace of mind um all those really good, yummy, calm feelings, um, which I am just really loving these days. Um, you cannot put a price tag on inner peace for me. But um, back to boundaries. So yeah, that's why it's so important to have firm boundaries in place. So you don't allow yourself to get too far down the negative scale in your mental health zone. So that's self-abandonment and anger. And yeah, self-abandonment is another word that's really coming up a lot lately. And I think it's it's kind of still new, but I think it's finally it's someone's, you know, put a word to what's going on inside of us. And um, um, so just, just being aware of that and um, just being aware that when you are saying um, no to some, or when you are saying yes to something or somebody, you're also consciously saying no and making the choice to say no to something else. Now, you may not know exactly what this no is that you're saying to, but if you are saying yes to things that you don't want to do, that don't feel good to you, that don't really make you feel good, and you feel like you should do it or you feel like you're expected to do it, you are, by saying yes to these things, you are also making a conscious effort or you are making a conscious decision to say no to other things that may be waiting for you if you had said no to your yes. Now, I hope I didn't confuse you too much there, but again, like if you're saying yes to something that you don't want to do, you're saying no to something that you do want to do and why not do something that you do want to do and feel that feels good now okay I understand as adults we need to make difficult decisions um, delayed gratification we need to pay bills we need to do certain things yes I agree 100% but at the same time if you're in a job that constantly depletes you from your energy and you're coming home and you're angry and you're yelling at your spouse and your kids and you're drinking alcohol just to numb or, or feel a little bit better and take off the edge from the day and then that causes you to wake up uh, on the wrong side of the bed every morning, why are you consciously choosing to go back to that job when you can get another job? So I'm just, I'm just kind of, you know, throwing these, these things out at you. So just to kind of get you to think about what you're, what you may or may not be doing, that might not be a specific example, but it could be, you know, in a broader view. So um, also I just wanted to kind of talk about seasons. So seasons in your life. So we can think about seasons like winter. Winter can be grief. Let's say, um, let's say you are in a grieving period. Let's say that you um, just lost somebody close to you in your family or a loved one, a pet, or you've just uh, a friendship has broken up or a relationship, a romantic relationship. Now, these are all um, seasons of grief and grieving. And when we're grieving, uh, it's a very mixed up 
uh, time in our life, in our minds, in our bodies, there's a lot of different emotions fighting over each other, anger, rage, um, bargaining, uh, sadness, a lot of different things, uh, just trying to make sense of, of, of the loss of whatever it is. Um, and so it, it's really important that you implement more self-care during these times because your mind and your body, they don't know the difference between, uh, you know, I lost my job versus my, 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 one of my parents just died. It just, it just knows that something is terribly wrong. And so it just kind of needs that space to, um, just kind of let all those emotions move through and and do their thing, you know, fight each other, whatever, and then just dissipate on their own. And then when you're in those seasons, you kind of need to draw in a little bit and just uh, pay attention to how much you're giving out because uh, these emotions take up a lot of energy and um, and, and energy to process the feelings and to make sense of everything. So just make sure that you're not depleting yourself too much as well in your giving in these areas and creating boundaries and saying no to things that you're unable to do and being okay with that. Um, and then another example, you know, summer or spring, these are when um, times are really abundant, things in your life are going really well, and there's a lot of happiness. So of course, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna want to um, do a lot of things. And you want to, when we feel good, we want to help people. And then just also just being conscious, conscientious there too, and not not over giving, where, um, yeah, you know, I'm feeling so good, I just want to give, and I want to help this person out, and help this person out, and just, you know, just keeping awareness about how much energy you are outputting, and also just remembering to give some of that energy to yourself, and that goes back to the self-care that I always like to talk about too. So taking time, time out for yourself to rest, to pause, to play, meditate, or just do some of the things that you love doing. Um, yeah, and so lastly, just to wrap this episode up, um, a lot of people don't say no. I find that a lot of people I talk to, they don't say no because they think it might hurt someone's feelings or let them down a lot of the times. And now I want to bring something to your attention um, that you may may be aware of, but you haven't really, really, really thought about um, until now. But would you rather continuously let yourself down or let someone else down? And so this is something that I had to take a look at for myself too, because I really don't like letting people down, and I don't I don't like disappointing people. But at the same time, I was disappointing myself a lot of the times, and that goes back to that self-abandonment and not being, not taking care of myself, so not giving myself that self-care because I wanted to um, not let someone else down. I didn't want to hurt their feelings, um, or, you know, I just wanted them to like me as well. 
So I'll let you think about that one as well um, on the topic of boundaries. So just want to throw out some good books here that I've read um, that you may or may not want to check out. You're an adult. I'll let you decide. But these were some books that I read um, recently that are really great. Um, Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Uh, they wrote a book called Boundaries. Great title, I know. Um, and they also wrote another book called uh, Safe People. Um, so that's another really good one, too. Um, just talking about knowing kind of like your personality and knowing who you are. And then just knowing um, kind of who's safe to let in your life and who's not. And I feel like the word toxic is really thrown around um really broadly and I just kind of want to um make a clarification that it's really actually quite subjective. I think it really just depends on how you were raised, how one was raised or brought up, and um, certain things that happened in one's lifetime. Like for example, so someone who may quote unquote be toxic for me may not be toxic for somebody else because they just don't rub them the same way as they rub me because something that happened in my childhood or uh, a negative um you know a negative something that happened in my life and this person you know brings it up um and so yeah, that's why I just don't like using the word toxic too much now because I feel like it is a really subjective topic. Anyways, another book is called Where to Draw the Line and How to Set Healthy Boundaries Every Day. So this is a great book because it talks about boundaries in many different scenarios in your um, life, like at home with your family, um, at work with your boss, with your coworkers, with your romantic partner, just pretty much about even yourself. Yes, self-boundaries too. So an example of self-boundaries uh, is for me, like I spend, I find that I can spend a lot of time on Instagram and I have to create a boundary with myself. And I do that by sen uh, setting a timer and <laughs> it goes off and it lets me know that I've, I've spent my allotted time on Instagram and I need to not not go on it anymore. And that's how I create a self boundary with myself because I know that I can easily spend, um, several minutes, if not an hour or more on Instagram. Um, if I'm in a particular mood, it's a, it's a, it's a numbing cope, coping mechanism as well. Um, and, uh, so I have to be careful, uh, and that's how I set, set a self-boundary with myself uh, and help myself by setting a timer. So you might find some ways, too, that um, you can set some self-boundaries for yourself, too. So it's not always setting it with other people, but it's also setting them with ourselves. So anyways, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast and stay tuned uh, and have a good evening.